Hey everybody, it's Tim Pichot, joined by economic analyst John Snyson coming to us for some sketchy hotel somewhere up north. But anyways, Ooh. today what we are going to talk about is a subject that we know a lot about, and that is money printing. And this really, this Zero Hedge article explains it all. It's called Convoy Investments, the Bull Market of Our Lifetime is explained by two words. Money is a topic I visit frequently because it has been so central to our markets in the last decade. As money gets printed, the average price of everything goes up with the tide because there are more dollars in the system chasing assets. We must understand how much of an asset's performance is explained by traditional factors like appreciation of fundamentals and how much is explained by money printing. Below, I offer a simple but telling metric. In a vacuum, the S&P 500 going up 20% this year seems great. But then you realize that money supply has gone up an incredible 51% this year. So on a monetary inflation adjusted basis, the S&P 500 is sitting at a miserable negative 30% for the year. Of course, all that money printed is going somewhere else as assets like cryptocurrencies and individual stocks far outperform the money printing benchmark. Looking further back, S&P 500 has had an incredible run during the QE era. That's quantitative easing. I'm sure if you guys are listening to us this far by now, you probably know that. But started in 2008, clocking in at over 12% annualized return for over a decade. However, this seems much less impressive when we see that the money supply in our system has been growing at 13% a year over the same time. On a monetary inflation adjusted basis, S&P 500 actually lost negative 1% per year since 2008. In other words, the mobile market of our lifetimes is explained by two words, money printing. And here we see a chart where in blue, we have the stock market. In orange, we have money printing. And you'll see that they have you know, pretty much gone up in tandem. I mean, they called people like us QE conspiracists, which is something that I think Neil Kashikari, <laughs> one of the uh, Federal Reserve governors, I believe, you know, like William Dudley, a former Fed governor, said that as well. And stocks and other financial assets have come to be completely dependent on money printing like drug addicts. And now we're going to go to actually a clip from none other than Dow former Dallas Fed, F former Dallas Fed President Richard Fisher, who actually said something to the effect of, you know, we are a market that was surviving on heroin and cocaine and now we're being maintained on Ritalin. Again, this was a few years ago before all the, you know, when the QE took a little bit of a pause. I like to say that we injected uh, cocaine and heroin into the system and now we're maintaining our Ritalin. How's that? <laughs> you know how, how do you come back to that one? Yeah, but I know, no, seriously, central banks, have, they did more than enough. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, fiscal policy never followed through. And that's what everybody's waiting for. But this Since QE started in 2008, and even more so this year, money printing has become completely disassociated from the real economy. Will central banks have the resolve to let markets go through this nasty withdrawal and rehab ahead? And right now, we're going to kick it to John Snyson, who knows a little bit about money printing being a monetary historian. But John, what do you make of this article that we just read from Zero Hedge? No, the money printing that's happening, Tim, is, uh, you know, grand and epic in uh, in so much sense that, you know, it's uh, the only ones that are printed uh, more money in trillion wise in dollars was Zimbabwe back during the hyperinflation in 2008. So that's the only uh, only dollar that, are, you know, printed more uh, in time that will be printed now. But when you go and look at, <clears throat> for example, the base oh, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Printed what? Oh, oh, we're making Woo! it rain. But then we've got cash that. bar. You know, this one's this one's it's a Trump money gun. It's starting to run out of ammo because we printed so much money last year. But yeah. oh, 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 there uh, we go. What was yeah. that, John? 
Yeah, cat. No, this is the thing. It's like they printed so much and they bailed out, you know, uh, the banks. Like it's over two trillion dollars right now in mortgage-backed securities that they're holding on their balance sheet. Uh, and I, I made some comments on some Wall Streeters, like trying to talk about it, and uh, you know, saying that, oh, this is, uh, you know, this is not good for the economy. It's like, yeah, no, it's uh, you're witnessing the uh, end of a. Uh, you know, the whole monetary system, I, I tried to tell them. And then uh, I think a lot of them are starting to figure this out. Uh, and that's why you saw today, Tim, you know, Bitcoin uh, just uh, skyrocketed because Wall Street is entering into uh, Bitcoin. It's not the general public at this time. There, there's some, of course. Uh, but at this time, it's actually a uh, Wall Street and institutional, you know, rally that we're seeing on, on the crypto market. And I, we're going to see a lot, lot higher prices. You remember, uh, we had some discussions in our group that you can join, of course, our Discord group about, you know, uh, if Bitcoin was going to go, you know, deeply down and, you know, uh, uh, and and go down to, you know, um, uh, what was it, like 5,000 or 6,000 or something. I said that probably not because you're seeing, you know, the accumulation from Wall Street had just, just started and it's, you know, it's a minuscule market. We got to remember right now, we just passed today $600 billion in market cap on all cryptocurrencies. And that's actually just less than silver's market capitalization. So the, the whole market of, you know, silver, uh, precious metal. Uh, <clears throat> so what you're seeing is, I think what we're going to see is we're going to see the continuation of stock markets going up, Tim. Uh, there's going to be uh, some severe potential, you know, if the, the Fed isn't doing enough, they're going to be some severe, you know, ramifications, especially now when they stop kind of, you know, like they're not going up very fast right now. They're, they're actually falling in very similar to 2008, Tim. If you go and look at the chart and pull it out, uh, it's very similar, you know, like kind of track of where they're heading. Uh, so you're probably going to wait a little bit and then probably next year sometime, you're just going to see another skyrocketing. And I think somebody talked about $2.8 trillion dollars. Uh, here in Canada, we're looking at um, six till, what was it? No, it was, uh, yeah, it was six to eight percent real food price inflation. Uh, because here in Canada, we printed, you know, uh, we increased the monetary supply about 500 percent, uh, which is utterly insane. You know, they're uh, they, they basically got monetary insane. Uh, here I'm in actually Canada. shocked that when you just said the yeah. silver market, I was actually shocked when you just said that, that it was so yeah. low. I, mean, I, I, I actually just had to go fact check you like, oh, he's right. I mean, not that I would, you know, don't believe you. No, I, I actually, actually the, the reason the reason why I know this, Tim, is because when I did my cryptocurrency price uh, potential, I actually took that into account. So I went and looked at different markets. So that's how I know the market cap off my head like that. Uh, so yeah, no, there there is, you know, in the, the gold market cap right now is about 7.7 trillion ish. Uh, so that's, I think we're heading to probably towards like uh, with Bitcoin, you know, anywhere from three till six trillion, you know, initially over the next Not couple financial of years. Advice. But yeah, let, let's stick, yeah. let's stick, let's stick to yeah. the money printing aspect. Obviously, it's going into assets <laughs> like like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Do your own research. Not financial advice. Best thing to do is probably start off a small, a little time, or you know, pay somebody to help walk you through this. You know, lots of scammers out there. Beware. But when it comes to money printing, we there is so much debt, so much. Uh, basically, you know, derivatives that are tied to the debt. And we've got, you know, this huge mountain of basically house of cards, where if you start removing one leg of the house of cards, then that then affects all these other <laughs> cards that are there. Yeah. And the whole thing has come tumbling down, which is why this whole thing really started kicking off. I mean, I mean, you could say it kicked off in 2000, or you could say it kicked off in 2008, or you could say it kicked off, you know, in, in uh, you know, in October 
2018, or you could say it kicked off September 17th, 2019, when we had the repo markets going insane. So effectively what happens if you have one of these legs drop out in terms of debt, because the money is this money, I mean, this is fake Trump dollar bills, but this, this money is actually just based off of debt. And so if you get rid of the debt, you get rid of money and the whole thing collapses. Our system is built on a fraud which is what, and they know it's going to collapse. The game plan was to have it get us into some war with Russia, blame it on the Ruskies, and oh, it would have been great if it wasn't for, <laughs> you know, damn Putin. And, but now they, that play didn't work. So now they've thrown the Hail Mary. And now we've, uh, you're in this coronavirus, you know, pandemic where they're going to blame the pandemic on the re, on having to reset everything, which is why guys like Klaus Schwab are writing books called COVID 19, The Great Reset, because they want to remake yeah. it underneath their own image blame it on coronavirus as opposed to blaming it. What it really is, is the fact that it was systemically set up to fail from the get-go because the money exactly. is based on debt. And so there's no way out of it. And so that's why they have to keep printing and they can't stop because the whole thing would come crumbling down, the entire infrastructure. Now it's going to come crumbling down either way in a hyperinflation or in a deflation that leads to a hyperinflation. So either yeah. way, you know, both roads lead to places where, you know, you're sort of screwed if you're doing the same thing as everybody else is doing. And so that's that's why you know I do like people you know looking into gold and silver and cryptocurrencies and and even to some extent stocks too because of the fact I mean last year we were invested into the stock market but also had hedges or downside protection which is why you know come March we were only down three or four percent because we were playing off the fact that the Fed was going to keep printing money and they've even really surprised me I mean the amount of money printing that went on this year uh, you know even in February, I was talking about insane numbers and even my insane numbers that were tinfoil hat at the time <laughs> even got blown away from, from there. Yeah, no, it's totally insane, Tim. And actually today I was listening to the FOMC uh, the, after uh, that with the uh, press conference with uh, Jerome Powell. And he actually was saying that, you know, there's a lot of disinflationary uh, pressures around the world taking place and we need to keep uh you know uh, keep on making sure that that is not taking hold so did you basically say dis what, what did you say disinflationary or or inflationary no no disinflationary dis okay that's, that's what, what it, i thought that's what it said but what that means is basically deflationary pressure so there's debt you know collapsing because people can't pay their debts uh so that's what he's talking about in in very simple terms because disinflationary is like for a regular person it's like what the heck is that um, but I mean, it's like it asset prices going down in 2008. Yeah. So, you know, an aging population where you have, you know, all these baby boomers who, you know, didn't yeah. save enough money, they needed to go downsize. And who are they going to go sell their homes to? A bunch of broke millennials. I mean, John and I are millennials, so nothing against millennials, although most of them are, you know, idiots. But and, even the, oh. even their other assets, Tim, stocks and bonds, you know, there's a lot of uh, deflationary pressure there because they have to, you know, uh, sell to someone. But if there's no buyers, well, the Fed is there. To buy basically everything. Million, that's 30 million people unemployed. That's deflationary. All this, a lot of money printing going to zombie banks and zombie corporations that are just there to pay interest on the debt. Also deflationary. But then we have the money printing, which is obviously, you know, very, very inflationary. And so it just kind of depends which one breaks out. And we could have deflation in some areas and then like on, you know, electronic yeah, crap that's... that nobody needs. 
but then we and you know spy surveillance but then there could be inflation on what you were talking about earlier when it comes to food and so really when you break it down i think this is really the article that really sums up exactly what is going on exactly why the market's at all-time highs and rocketing higher why bitcoin's at all-time highs are certainly contributing to it and again everybody do your own research and john and i've been telling you guys that central banks is a scam ever since we started doing videos since before we even started doing videos together yeah. we've been telling people central <laughs> banks are a scam so this is just a quick little uh you know insight into you know what our podcast is all about so this is just a short little video but a lot of our best videos don't make it on youtube because they're too controversial or we're only putting up clips. So if you guys go to timandjohnshow.com, you can sign up for the email list or go to, also you can go to our, our Discord server, which is bit.ly forward slash Tim John Discord, all lowercase, or you can do the same thing and put Tim John email, all lowercase, to get our email list and be the first ones to get this groundbreaking and important information. I guess it's not groundbreaking that you know we're printing lots of money, but it is great information but that maybe if you maybe if you already know it, maybe your parents don't, maybe your grandparents don't, maybe your friends don't, and this would be a great thing to share. But if you wanted the videos first, gotta get on that email list. But anyways, this is just a short, quick little video today because we're all busy. It's around the holidays, but you know, I really appreciate John. Uh, joining us, obviously, you know, he's always joining us and because we're, we're a team over here. <laughs> yeah. so, anyways, wish you guys a happy, happy holidays. And we will be back with more great episodes in the future. Bye. One. Thank you for watching our recent video. Behind me is the Jekyll Island Club, which is where the Federal Reserve was formed. And so in addition to making content and in addition to making you know, different YouTube videos and library videos, I'm also a financial advisor with a great track record. Uh, 2019, we had almost got almost all the gains of the S&P 500. And then when everything hit the fan in March of 2020, we had almost none of the losses. What I'd really recommend if you have not seen it uh, is check out my speech where it was given uh, February 11th down in Acapulco, Mexico, uploaded to YouTube February 19th. And at the end of that video, I did a little GoPro commercial, sort of like I'm doing now that was ad-libbed, where I told people what the investment strategy was. I told people that what we had did is we were uh, long the S&P 500 while also buying put options on the S&P 500. And what that meant was that was how we were able to get this because I knew the market was going to either keep going up because of Federal Reserve money printing or it was going to collapse because reality would actually set in. So, you know, how many advisors actually protected your clients against that? I mean, I would say hardly any of them. So unless you were in a position where, you know, you made almost all the gains last year and didn't make the didn't you know really participate in that many of the losses this year, then then you don't have a reason to call me. But, you know, if that's not the case, then I would go check out the website, thelibertyadvisor.com, where you can book a time to talk with myself and get a free consultation to see if we can help put you on a better path. Again, that's thelibertyadvisor.com, and thank you very much, and hope to talk with you and your family soon. Take care.